Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to the Growing Your Business podcast by Business Matters with Rebecca Jones. And we're up to the 2016 Rio Olympics. We've been talking to Sally Donner, gold medalist herself, to find out what she thinks are the similarities and differences between small business and the world of athletics and sport. Now, we caught Sally on the hop between meetings. I don't think she was hurdling over anything at the time. So you will hear some vans or trains in the background. Um, but we thought it was uh, the prime opportunity to get hold of her and we weren't going to let a meeting or two or London traffic stand in our way. Um, so could you just tell me um, what, why you've t- why, what you're doing for the Rio 2016 um, Olympics to help businesses? What's, what's the plan? I think it's um, realising that there's so much crossover between, um, you know, sport and business, really. You know, the real key messages around, you know, working out what you want to achieve, having a good team around you, um, having a... A, you know, a positive lookout within the mind and that whole belief in, in, in your sort of, you know, in your business uh, and, and what you're trying to offer, really. And, and honestly, it's, it's no difference, really. I mean, I think as, you know, when I was in within the sporting world, you know, you, you have to look at it as a business and what I had to get in place and, you know, what, what the development was going to be put behind of you as a person, but also the same within business. Fantastic. So we often hear uh, about athletes going into the corporate world and obviously with business professionals, there's a lot of interest in elite athletes and also um, world-class teams, whatever sport they're looking about. How transferable are the skills that you see in the world of athletics to SMEs and the startup industry? Yeah, I think there's, there's a real lot of crossovers. I think at the end of the day, we're, we're always trying to be uh, the best that we can be and high performers. Um, and I think it's, it's around, you know, what is it we need to put in place uh, to be able to deliver uh, the products that we 
are, and whether that's the same within Sportsville, we're trying to deliver a good performance, and it's the same within a business, really. Um, and I think it's around looking at, you know, a number of real key areas uh, that you can put in place. And, and you know, there, there is no difference. I think it's around, you know, building a good team. I think it's around having that um, belief and, and uh, within your own ability. I think it's around setting yourself goals. How do you get older? Of setbacks and disappointments as well. What are you going to put into place? And um, it, it's no difference. And I think that's what's so exciting about it. And what do you think would be one of the standout features that we see in um, successful athletes and also successful entrepreneurs? I think it's realising that sometimes you can't always do it yourself. You need specialists in that area. You need guidance. Um, you know, sometimes you feel as though you're very much an individual, and it's your business or it's your sport is trying to develop and actually um, I think we all realise that you know we have to have you know a good team of people around you however big or small that may be but we need the experts and the support to be able to develop. Fantastic. Um, you've since you left the world of sport one of the things that you've done is to set up uh, your own business in looking at health style for the corporate world um, how much do you think maintaining that healthy lifestyle also helps with succeeding in business and um, in work? Yeah, I think well-being uh, is, 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 is really key as well. I think, you know, when we're, we're running our own business, I think it can be really quite stressful. And I think uh, something that I learned from the, the athletic world is, is how much um, stress and what we eat can, can affect our performance within but that's also the same with business. You know, if we're, you know, we, we, we've missed breakfast, we're, you know, dehydrated, uh, we haven't done any exercise, so we're, you know, we're feeling very lethargic. All those sorts of things can have an a effect of us as an individual. So I think that's why, I've, you know, within the corporate world and that whole well-being is, you know, when you look at productivity, you're looking at um, people being present within their day-to-day work that, you know, exercise and nutrition and, you know, managing stress and, and mindfulness and relaxation are all big parts of it. Brilliant. How, um, how important do you think mindfulness is? And that's quite a new, a, a, don't want to say buzzword, but buzzword in, in startups and business at the minute. Do you think that that is actually a really good way of taking that mini break? Yeah, I mean, mindfulness is, is very and um, I think mindfulness means different things to different people. Yeah. I think I think what's so nice about it is that we're talking around um, stress and, and mental resilience and mental health, really. Um, and I think it's around how much you know stress that people do go through and how we need to look after ourselves. And mindfulness is a really good tool to be able to put in place to be able to build that resilience that we need uh, to get through our day-to-day business, really. So um, I think the more that we can, you know, address that area and bring in, um, you know, products and, 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 you know, specific sort of programs to be able to support us in that area, then, then the better it is that we can do it. And uh, what what tip or piece of advice would you give to somebody, uh, possibly like me, that sits behind a computer probably for far too much of the day? Um, what would you what what could you say about actually kickstarting that healthy routine or or changing your mindset to how you address business and, and having a break? Hmm. I think a lot of it is around planning. I think so often we just you know 
trying to achieve. And I think what that does is gives us clarity within our thinking and our mind. Um, so I think, you know, I think it's really important to know what it is we're trying to achieve and where do you want to be in, you know, not so much in the long, you know, it's good for the long term, but also think within the next week, within the next month, and what we want to try to achieve. So I think once we've got those ideas in our mind and we work out what it's going to take, uh, to get there, then we have that clarity, and that's when we can then pull in the other, all the other pieces that will will then build it. So I think probably the one thing is, is what is it you actually want to achieve? What are your beliefs? Where do you want to be? And I think that's really key, and that's key for that motivation as well. Brilliant. And um, one of the things, obviously, when you're saying about about setting goals and and, and working out what you what you want to achieve, um. How, how can people set realistic goals? How, how have you gone about it, either through the sporting life or through business? Um, how have you found is the best way to actually set realistic goals on what you're doing? Yeah, I think it's, um, I think the more that you do, the easier it becomes. And I think sometimes it's not, I think you can have realistic goals, but you know what, it's very easy just to, to stick in that comfort zone and do the goals that you know you can achieve. So I would actually say to people, you know, stretch yourself. You know, put something down on paper that, you know, the box is back to your mind, you might be saying, oh, can I really do that? But how do we know when we can't do it? So I think sometimes it's when you're putting something on your paper, you think, God, wouldn't it be actually great if we can actually go out there, um, you know, get that amount of business or, you know, have that business for that certain company or whatever it may be. You know, don't hold yourself back. Um, and I think it's, you know, it's having a different sort of levels of goals but yeah have your realistic goals and what you want to achieve but also you know push yourself out there as well and it might take a little bit longer but I think if you've actually sowed those seeds within your mind um, then you've got more of a chance to achieve it. And how um, how important is um, celebrating each one of those kind of milestones or, or successes? Yeah I think it's um, plateau or a setback so how, how have you yeah. how have you dealt with that yeah I mean I think there I think through sport I learned that there's many options that come our way uh, but I think also I learned that they're there for a reason they're there to help you develop as a person uh, and also if we don't go through those situations uh, we probably won't achieve at the same time so I think what I learned was how to uh, how to find a positive from you know a, a difficult situation, you know, it might be something a piece of work that you didn't get, or you know, something has, has really, you know, knocked you back a few steps. And I think it's sometimes working out why it happened, uh, recognizing why it happened, what we should have put in place, what the reasons are. But still, then once you've done that, put it behind you and not dwell on it because it's very easy to take that into your mind in the next you know, six month period of what it is, but put that behind you and say, right, okay, I'm not going to let that happen again. And, uh, 
One of the things that startups generally look for are, are mentors or coaches, and, and obviously the same is in is in sport. Um, is there anyone particularly that you admire, whether it be mentor, or coach, even um, kind of people that have done work on the psychology of sport that you that you, that stand out for you? Yeah, I think you know through my uh, sporting you know days, I always had probably my coach was my mentor, and um, you know, and I think a lot of that became from you know, real belief in his own ability and what he said. I think that's really key. Um, I think now, I think it's really important to have mentors as well. And um, a lot of mine are, um, you know, no one in specific, uh, but I think, you know, successful business women that are up there balancing, you know, a family life, kids, and a successful business thing to do it is, uh, you know, it's really good. And just finding out some of their techniques of how they do that, really. So talking to them as yeah, not being afraid to ask. Also, yeah. I think it's really key. You've got your collaboration with Zero for Rio 2016. Is there anything that you're particularly looking forward to with with that um, with that teaming up? Yeah, I think it's. I think for me, that whole synergy between the world of business and sport has been so much part of my life. You know, since I've retired, and um, I think everybody, you know, loves this sport. We're very passionate about it, and to be able to. You know, get some of those key messages across. And, you know, I'm doing it all the, all the time within business when I go in to talk about it. I think it's really nice to actually, you know, get it down as videos and, and information, being able to share that on a bigger scale, really, which is what I've probably enjoyed more than anything. So, yeah. Okay. Was there anything, so when you went from the world of sport to business, um, were there any hurdles that you faced that you really weren't expecting or, or kind of shocks to the system? Oh, gosh. Um, I think there was a number. I think it was learning how to uh, trust people. And, uh, and, and, In what way? What do you mean by, by, by that? Yeah, I think, you know, when, when I picked my team through sport, I think it was, you know, you very much go with, um, you know, the information and what they bring and the listening to what, and, you know, you end up, you know, you, you build a quite big team and you have to have a lot of trust in them as a people. And I think sometimes when you go out to the business world, the people that you think on with and you trust uh, <laughs> you know and not always as honest if you know what I mean so yeah. I think it, that was a process that I had to go through who was there for, for you and developing them and who was just there for themselves if you know what I mean <laughs> yes it's a scary world is the business world it's um, for everybody and you have to and it's, it's quite a skill as well isn't it that you have to learn yeah yeah, no, that's very, very true. And on that note, is there any advice that you would, um, the last question, if there's any advice that you'd give to somebody that was just starting out in business? Um, I think <clears throat> I think to be, believe in what you've got, have, you know, real clarity in what your product is and clear an image of it. Um, and I think it's about, you know, sometimes it's about getting the right thing. You've still got to get the right things in place. You've got a good product and you've got to get, everything in place, you know, I could believe that I was going to go out and win the Olympics, but you've still got to put that, the hard work in, and um, you've still got to have that vision, um, and then I think it's around real belief in your own ability, and don't let that inner voice of doubt stop you, because so often that stops us going that next stage, and, and really taking our product to work where, whatever it is that we're trying to, to achieve to that next stage, it's that self-belief, I think.
For more interviews and advice from Business Matters, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.